welcome. Anyway, nice to see new faces and some familiar faces. I don't know why I'm standing up, but I seem to be. Yeah. So that's another part of it. <laughs> that's typical now what I'm talking about. That's typical. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's typical. I have no reason for standing up at all, but I'm standing up, you know? So I'm sure at some point I'll sit down. If I don't, that's fine too. Um, So tune into being conscious of, of right here, right now. Just, just the present moment. Physical environment, right now, it's a Tuesday evening. You're in a space that you weren't in physically yesterday, this time. So you're just here, you're sitting on the floor, you're sitting on a chair. Just be conscious of right now. what's conscious of you being conscious. So if you can gather that, yeah, yeah, I'm conscious of being here. I am here. I know I'm here. There's an awareness that I'm here. Okay? We got that one. It's the easy one. Now find what's conscious of that. It's not going to be quite as tangible. See if you can get a sense of it. What's conscious of you being conscious of of the physical world. It's a bit more still than the part that's conscious of the present moment. One thing that the mind can do in these situations is that it'll say, oh yeah, but so that's conscious of that, and what's conscious of that, and what's conscious of that, and that's mind just playing a game. That's, that's not what we're talking about. So let's not run that loop. So the part of you that's in the present moment that's conscious, it's conscious of the body, it's conscious of Jack in front of you, it's just conscious. So what knows that, you're, that you, the body-mind character, are conscious? What knows that? Anybody, anybody lost? Anybody not able to sense something? Okay. It seems like just the same thing. Ah. So what's the first thing? What's the thing that's the same? You know, what's the first thing? It just seems like I. I as a me, the personal me. seems like the same thing. 
Okay. Okay. How do you know that's the same thing? seems like it's just a thought, uh -huh. but the awareness really comes from that same awareness that it's like, it says I'm aware, but it's not, it's the awareness that's kind of aware. Okay. So that thought, it's, it's just like... It's not really real. Yes, it's not really real. The I am aware one. Is that it? That I can sense I'm aware. Is that the one that's not real? Which one is not real? Well, the, the thought seemed, well, when I get quiet, the thought seems not real, but then the awareness that it says that it is, it's, that's what's there when the thought's not there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So they're two different things. Yes. Oh. You know that's the opposite of what you said a minute ago. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> but it's great because it, once you start talking about it, it's actually there's the thought, I'm aware, and then there's the awareness itself. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, alright. That's kind of significant, Tristan. Because you have awareness, and then there's the thoughts, and you know that the thoughts aren't real. Okay, let attention be in that awareness, the awareness itself. Okay. That's the key, that's, that's, that's the big door. Because from there, every thought that arises is just known to be another thought. <coughs> Unless your attention goes whoops into the thought and the awareness of the awareness is gone. But I, I don't get the whole awareness of awareness because there's just awareness. All right. Okay. Great. I, I, people say, be, I, I, how, do, how does one be aware of? I don't get it. Yeah, it's fine. It, it depends on what your route is there. It, it, what your route to there is. It's, it's actually fine. If there's no awareness of awareness, that's totally fine. Awareness itself. Okay, so there's a layer of where awareness is aware of itself, but there's a layer that's deeper than that of awareness, where it doesn't have the capacity to be aware of anything. Mind will present something, but it's only thought, and it's, it's not that potent. Unless we zoop, zap into the thought, and that's all that's happening. All right? So we've got the thought, and then there's something watching the thought and now we're moving towards awareness all right so at that point you can be aware of awareness it's like consciousness is looking at itself it's still looping back if you go deeper than that there's just awareness so it's just that you've jumped over 11 it's fine it's like it's it's a really good one to jump the awareness of awareness the awareness of the awareness layer comes in when there is an identity with awareness. God, we've, we've jumped right in at a heavy level. Okay, mm. I hope this is all right. <laughs> this is an intro, by the way, to something I don't know what. But anyway, 
Um, okay, so the awareness of awareness, if you have access to that zone, locale, you know, in, in your perception, there is always an identity in there because you you come across, yeah, I, I am the awareness. That will make sense there. Yeah, that's what I am. That's what I am. And once that identity tends to drop, awareness is not doing anything. It's not doing anything. It's just awareness. It's not aware of. You've come out of two, and there's just awareness, right? So that's non-dual awareness, but it's it's and it's moving beyond it because. For most people, non-dual awareness has the, you know, in, in the non-dual awareness, okay, there isn't two, so it's not being aware of something else. You have the capacity to be aware of something, but you know it's the mind. Everything that comes up is going to be the mind anyway. So as you pull back, and um, there is an awareness of awareness, and then there's just pure awareness, both of those are in the non-dual, but there's, there's a differentiation that I always, that I like to make, I suppose, in that there's some identity when you're aware of awareness, that's, that's you. It's like, I am that. I am that. Without the identity, there's just awareness because there's no stickiness at all, but just awareness. Just awareness. It doesn't make sense when I am that awareness. It can, but go a little bit deeper where awareness has no identity at all. Now we're, now we're prior to non-duality. Now you're prior to non-duality, but there's absolutely... It, it's not, there's no need for me to be God or the Absolute or any of it. You've gone deeper than merging with the Absolute. Do you see? So no trace of identity at all. Pure awareness, we can call it. it it's making sense to you as pure awareness. Does that make sense, what I was saying? Is it too much theory? No, that, that, that makes sense. What, what, I, what I sense is me sitting here, but there's also the awareness. Yes. Yes. And is, do you have the sense that one is permanent and one is temporary? One is real, one is not real? Do you have those qualitative categories? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not going to add concepts, it's just to, I'm just baiting it out, you know? Alright. Okay. Anybody else want to talk before I go on again? Yes, say that. Well, I couldn't say it's constant, but it's unchanging. Awareness? Yeah. And for itself. you, it's awareness itself? Yeah. Not awareness of awareness? Okay. Is, there, is awareness aware of itself? To help a question. Uh-huh. We were talking about this just a few hours ago, briefly. Uh-huh. And I think that's a kind of a non-question. Okay. Because it, Inside the word awareness, all it is is awareness. I mean, awareness is awareness. So now, the way I understand it, think of it, rocket, it, it's not aware of itself because there's only one. 
Okay. Okay. And it doesn't have the capacity to be aware of itself? It it, it doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. Yes, good. Uh. If it had, you know, if it needed the capacity, then it obviously would have. Then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only one awareness. Yes. So, you know, we've always been asking, we, you know, been asking this question for years and years and years. Yes. Does this teacher teach that consciousness is conscious of itself, or yes. it's awareness is aware of itself, and yes, yes. and no? And, but all of a sudden, it, you know, it kind of dawned on me yes. that it's not a real question. Right now, that's the way I understand it. It's not yes. a real question. Yes. Because awareness, yes. I don't want to say is, but it, yeah. It, okay. Awareness is awareness. Yes. So to and say is it aware one. of itself, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's moving towards duality, but it's being aware yeah. of itself. You see? Because it's starting to turn around to see itself, you know? Yeah. Movement comes in and it starts to be aware of itself. It's like, like it mirrors itself. Like, 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 as we've talked before, every thought is self-reflective. Yes, yes. Because every thought has a thinker. Yes, every thought. You know, th- there's thinker. a thought. Yes. We don't know, but part of that thought is the thinker. Yes. But that's not awareness. That's yes. within awareness. It's another part of the game in awareness, exactly. It's part of what it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. Okay. This one, I mean, I can say now that. Yeah. It's unchanging. Okay. Yes. Like pure awareness, awareness that is not aware of itself. It's finer yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than that breakdown, that movement towards. So awareness can be aware of objects. Okay. Yeah, manifestation, whatever's in it, you know. Okay. But and not aware, say aware of itself. Ah, hold on now, okay. hold on now. So awareness can be, yeah, somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so awareness there's, there's, can be aware of objects. Well, there's content of, of awareness. There's the content of awareness, there is. And is awareness looking at that? What is it that recognizes the contents then? Good question. Um, <laughs> I'll say now it's the thinker within awareness. Okay. So we have awareness and we have a thinker. Yeah, yeah. So then there's something other than awareness? No. Hmm. No. Thinker, thinker is manifestation of awareness. It's and it rises same. in awareness. Okay. And is it completely the same as awareness? It's not separate. Okay. Okay. It's not separate because it... No, because there's no manifestation with it without awareness. You know, thinker is just yes. a manifestation. Yes. Okay. Right. Can I add in a little uh, spanner in the works? <laughs> right. So, so in in the trajectory of manifestation, right, we've got a thinker within 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 awareness manifesting as another form within awareness. Okay. All right. Okay. That's where you're at. Okay. The thinker. Is the thinker 
like the body-mind character, is that the, is, is that the thinker or is there a capacity for any of this to show up without a body-mind? Is it contingent on this physiology? My guess is how can I say this? There are larger macro beings. Uh-huh. You know, like macro thought. Okay. Like mass consciousness you're talking about rather than individual or what what's uh, macro thought? Uh, you know, some people would say like uh, Gaia has a Kind of earth thought, you know. Yes. It can be galaxy, you know, universe thought, galaxy thought. Okay. You know? Okay. So I don't think you need. A human Not just a thinker, then. Yeah. Like you don't need a human thinker. Yeah. Because again, I want to go back to. There really is only thought because thinker is part of thought. Yes. But there can, you know, I don't know, but it seems to me there can be. I don't yes. use the term again. Macro, macro yes. thought. Yes. Yes. So you don't need human. No, you don't um, need human. Okay. That's all right. Okay. The way it seems right now. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right. It's a good stepping stone. So what the other, the other little te- stepping stone is that while. While we, some of us can say, yes, there is an awareness of awareness, and some of us, that, doesn't, that step doesn't need to be there. The awareness of awareness can happen without anything. It's a capacity within awareness prior to form. It's like awareness is looking at itself, being aware of itself, before it has splintered off into separation. There actually, it's just prior to subject-object. It's just prior to two. Um. Hmm. So one, awareness is one, you were saying, right? So I'm just giving the steps before duality, okay. before it splits into okay. subject, object, me, right. and awareness, right. me, okay? So, so you've said, yeah, there's, there's other things other than the thinker, it doesn't, it's not dependent on the human form, exactly. All right, so before anything that can hold its own... Uh, concepts, thoughts, and, and of course, anything that can physically manifest has an ability to, to in some way, in some way, a concept is behind that cactus tree. It, somewhere it's a concept, and the concept gives it form, right? So, so that step of where consciousness is, is seeing itself, and it's moving, there's an initial movement, and movement means that there's space, so space and movement come in together. So that first movement, of consciousness. Now, it's not still and unchanging at this point. It's already rising up. Mm-hmm. Right? But we've got nothing that's making it rise up. There's nothing else there. So we've got that zone of awareness, being aware of itself. And there's nothing else around. There's nothing else. It's prior to any split of subject-object. It's still just one, but it has the capacity to be aware of itself. Can you see that? Can you feel that zone? I can, I can um, remember, recognize it or, or memorize, memorize it. What I'm trying to do is 
is put it into one of the classical spiritual philosophies that I have. Okay. That I've studied, I've, I've okay. experienced, or, and I'm, you know. What about I'm the Vedic philosophy? The Vedic? No, Veda. Oh, Veda philosophy. <laughs> no, what I mean, yeah, uh, I'm trying, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I'm trying to recall okay. a philosophy where, you know, I'm trying to yeah. put a label. Oh, yes, this philosophy says. Okay. It says, oh, that's. All right. That's. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, From such and such a thinker or a philosophy or. Pure a... will or you know, mm. you know, you know. Oh. so. So. Yeah, if it's if it's the, like if if what you're saying is there's a first movement. Yes. Yes. Yeah, then it's it's like uh, Shiva Shakti. I mean, yes. The first. Yes. Movement. First movement. That it looks at itself. Yes. So if that's what you're talking about. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yeah, it's hard for the mind to. No, your mind can't. No, mind can't. No, but that. but can can you sense it? Yeah, I can't. Uh, yes, I can't uh, say no. That, that has to be again. If if it's consciousness or awareness looking at itself, yeah, sure, I can. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're. Okay, without a reliance on scriptures. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Yes. And, but, is there still not, I don't know, the constant part of awareness? Yes, that's, yes, the constant unchanging part, yes. That still can be there and experienced and... Experienced? Well, mm. I, that's a hard yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad word, but... Yes, it can be known. can be known mm. while that is happening, while it's looking at itself. While it's looking at itself, no, there's a different point of perception happening. Because these are different points of perception, aren't they? Yeah. You know? So, so we're just like slowly, slowly stepping back to, to identify the different levels of perception, which really are spiritual experiences until you discover, oh gosh, actually, yeah, that, you know, you're just moving towards that, which yeah. is beyond the illusion. Yeah, it's a spirit, it could be a spiritual experience. Yeah. It's a spiritual experience and it normalizes. Oh yeah, normalize. Okay. It does normalize. Yeah. Um, so at this moment. Yes. I can't. Um, I have to use the word imagine. I can't imagine exactly how that would. How that perception would feel. Yes. Okay. That's a comment from the mind. Yeah. You see. You see, when we're using the mind, we've got such a limited uh, um, playing field. Our arena is very narrow because it must be dualistic and it, you know, it must be me having an experience of it or me learning about something. It's just totally based on duality. So I want to go back to the macro. So we've got to get very wide on this. Yep. To where, and, and mind isn't at play there. Mind is just being used to have some language or to indicate what another part of you knows. Mm. Okay? Mm. So as we're going back, there's a 
a capacity for awareness to be aware of itself, but there's another point of perception where you can see that, gosh, how, how it's aware of itself is like, is the arising of movement coming out of it, the arising of space, the first concept. Mm. All right? And so, so when, when there's the first movement, when it, has, when it starts to kind of look at itself before it sees two, do you see? It's just before it sees two. Because space is there, we've got the first concept, whoa, 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 we're very near form now. We're very near time and form and da, 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 and me and you and something looking at still, something. But there's still unity. Yes, there's still unity. There's still unity. There's still unity. I, I'm sorry, but I, 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 can't, I can't get around remembering the philosophy that yeah. I studied that has, breaks that down into five yeah. steps. Okay. But they're all, they're okay. all different unity. Yes. <coughs> like one is self. Looking at self, yes, it's, it's, it says, um, I am that, yes, and then the next step is that I that am I, okay, but the, yeah, I think this is what you, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling back in, yeah, in, it's just, in Jack it's, language. it's just before, yeah, just before, just before manifestation of subject object. Oh, right, okay, yes, yes, just before I'm going the wrong direction, yeah. yes. But in one of those stages, the that is predominant, even though it's still part of the oneness, and then one other stage, the I is predominant, but there's still, I haven't, the egg hasn't been broken. Okay, so all that's, right. that's the way I understand it, and that's the way I can, yeah. Okay, all right. I would love, to extract all the books, all yeah, the learning, all the philosophies, <laughs> all the frameworks. I know, but at, I know, but at this moment, I, yeah, I'm not. Okay, but what would it be like if, if those reference points weren't there for you? I mean, I just, I mean, I bring it up now to understand. They, sure, I, I know. understand what you're saying. Like, oh yeah, I recognize that. that yes. Is, that's this. Yes, that's but that's that. where mind went, is to a reference point. Yeah. So I'm saying, okay, okay, let's shift here a little bit. And what if those reference points weren't there? Fair enough, drop ah. in, I suppose. Ah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Because mind goes into knowledge, learned knowledge, in order to make sense. So there's a movement back into the movie you know, to, to, to scriptures, you know, philosophy. So it goes back into learned knowledge. And it's like, whoa, 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 can we just fall back in for this? No reference points. Uh, yeah. I, I, and, but, whatever. Um, uh, that gives some, <laughs> that gives some, uh, what can I say? Some validity to the possibility. Uh -huh. What you're saying, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it has to be trusted. So no, it's like somebody, like others have seen it. Yeah. Okay. Other sages have seen it and yes. they write it down. Yes. You know? Sure. You know, your mind is doing that just to kind of prove something to yourself. Ah, uh, what it's doing? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be. Uh, have a seat, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hmm. I don't know, it's like kind of exciting to put two and two together. I hear one and one being put together. Yes. To make two. Okay. Um, because there's a kind of a knowing. Sort of a knowing that this is the moth going into the flame. This is, you know, I don't want to call it truth anymore, but this. That's your thinking mind now, isn't it? You know, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about going there rather than going there. Say that. You're talking about going there rather than going there. Are you? That's what it sounds like. Well, I'm not, I'm not going there right now because we're, we're speaking. <laughs> sometimes words, sometimes words bring, bring, you know, bring one there. Uh-huh. Can you see what the mind is doing? <laughs> Isn't it great? It's amazing how it just just maneuvers its way around to, to bring it into, to turn this into like, you know, just material for dialogue rather than actually, what is that level of perception? Can I find that zone that awareness is being aware of itself? And then of where there is no movement at all. Absolutely no movement at all. Because that's all we were doing. Yeah. Well, I started with awareness... Yeah, I mean, whatever, the experience or non-experience, what I was experiencing was awareness not being aware of itself because it didn't have to be, you know, I mean, that's really where I was. Yeah. So now it's kind of like... Yeah, the non-question of awareness doesn't have to, is yeah. unchanging, so it's not aware of itself. Right. Right? Right. Not, so then not that it couldn't be. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing. Yeah. Where, where does it have the capacity? So, and then when we talked about that, it became, it became, whoa, let's segue off into talking about something. It's fine. It's fine altogether. It's, it's just interesting for people to see that that's, that's, that's what mind will do. go to awareness yeah being aware of itself yes try that can you find the point of perception where awareness is aware of itself it's that first movement before it splits into two well I can tell you it's what was one. happening when I was sitting here just, be uh -huh. just before when you were talking with Thurston uh huh when I, yeah, I can see what I thought was happening. This is this is way I was perceiving things. There was a field of perception. Yes. In which there really wasn't any labeling, but there was perception of this, what I call constant. Yes. Presence. Yes. Okay. 
That's what was going on. Okay. But I didn't see, I don't interpret that. I don't yeah. uh, speak of that as awareness being aware of itself. Yeah. So, what I found is that, is that for it to stabilize, the wisdom and the understanding of the stages of how, how it works, that it's good to know, yeah, yeah, that's a layer there, but I don't seem to access it. Okay, but the one behind it, I get it. it, it it's very useful to, to, to know and understand how these different layers of perception go on, are happening. So it's not a case of like, well, it's, it, it's really understanding the layers of perception so that, so that whatever is running, that there is a capacity to see it within the framework of layers of perception at all time. I can't really understand <coughs> each level of perception unless I have experienced each level. Because yes. then, I, then I'm falling back to scripture. Yes. That's this, that's yes, this. Yes, that's this, right. That. That's right. That's right. So I'm interested in what makes the fall back into scripture. It's like that segue. That segue. And you went off there. That's what I'm interested in. What was the thought before that that went into scripture? We mightn't find it, but something happened there to like, oh yeah, I, I have an understanding of it. It's like the shift went from stepping back into the intellect, into understanding. It's like, what happened there just to make that turn around? That's what I'm interested in. It went from... Yeah, of like, there, there's a no question. There, there's no que It's not a question. It's a non-question, I think was the yeah, phrase you used. Yeah. It's a non-question. Awareness can't... There's just one. It's not aware of itself. All right? Yeah, right, and there was something there that was—it's like it's not changing. But you were talking from a from a place of knowing that. That I was talking from, yeah, what I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then you suggested there was a step. Before. Yeah, it's like so. So what I wanted to do is like move out and move back from mm. that layer. Move out and move back, so that there's absolute smoothness. Um. From, like, from prior to all of it, to pure awareness or pure consciousness, they're the same thing when we're talking like this. What are the different layers of consciousness that you're aware of? And so then you can absolutely easily see how the personal eye is just an, a part of the same trajectory, but that there's no stickiness to any layer of perception at all. Because the widest view is there all the time because there's an ability to see all the parts. Right now, at this point, yeah, this perceiver doesn't see all the parts. That's right. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. We found something, though. We found something that switches into just a, a relied source of, of, of knowledge for you. And it's like, okay, what I'd love to do now is shift that into known by the Veda body-mind. Known by that guy, you know? Where his mind is able to articulate what he knows himself. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Ah! Frustrating. Mm. I mean, not being able to. But sure, that's what we're doing here. Mm. Just playing with it, yeah. exploring it, dropping into it. What's this about? You know, 
sensing it. You might have words for it, you might not. Might, you know, everybody's different, but... It's just a ride. Really, it's just a ride. Because when you get frustrated with it, you're locked in thought. You're locked in the person alive then. Mm-hmm. You know when there's frustration. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's the person alive doing his gig. All right, let's just relax. Let's relax and forget about it. It's just a ride. And it gets loose. Let the person alive get loose. What's your name? Fred. Fred. Hi, Fred. Hello. Hi. Uh, so, this is a little more intellectual than yeah, we dropped right here. It's yeah. just how it is tonight. So, uh, it got me thinking. Um, the awareness and what you're just trying, David was just trying to do, is getting closer to the awareness through thinking. Um, and it's, it's sort of like a madness. Oh, it doesn't work at all. It yeah. doesn't work at all. No. Um, Finding that if dropping into the heart, and as the heart grows, you give yourself to the awareness. Okay. And there's less and less resistance there. Yes, there's very little resistance in the heart. So what happens when you give yourself to awareness? What's what's that? Is it kind of like a, a pathway that you walk? Is it like giving yourself to awareness is, is your way of fall of becoming one with it or Yeah, there's an ease in it. Um, and then you live in it. Uh, things just happen. Okay. Is it lived through you or are you living it? It lives through you. Okay. Um, and as there's, as you're able to uh, have less of yourself that you hold on to, you're able to give yourself, be more in that awareness. Okay. Has it ever swallowed you up? Has it ever swallowed you up? Yes. And did it spit you out again? Mm. Uh, I, uh, I found myself. I, I reverted back. You reverted back? Yes. Do you know what made you revert? Well, no. Ah. That's the thing to find. Something was more interesting than truth. Yes. Well, there's still a lot of baggage. Sure, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. But but your methodology is beautiful, you know, and it works for you. Yeah. But something is actually more interesting, yeah. and and so that's where we start. It's like, what is it? And it's more than likely a desire. More than likely, when there is emerging with the absolute, and we and 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 the eye emerges again. The most potent rocket fuel to make the eye emerge again and manifest as real is a desire. It's rocket fuel. It's like, boom, there I am again. Oh my God, I think I'm real again. I'm believing my thoughts again and I want something again. It'll be that you want something. Yes. Ambition, all sorts. Yes. Okay. 
Fred, we've got some homework to do. You make a list of the desires, the desires that, like, be brutally self-honest, and make a list of the desires that, mm, that have power. Not like, oh yeah, I like the, and it's like, no, 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 they're, they're real rooted ones, right? Make a list of those ones. Like, look at them. And we'll pick it up, we'll pick it up again. Because you've got to see what's rebirthing. If you've got a beautiful methodology like that, that works, that works. I mean, this is stupid language, but you know, it's, it's all we've got. If you've got a way, it's like self-inquiry. That's another way of like, of just dropping in and poof, and there's a total merging and there's nothing except the absolute or awareness or conscious or emptiness or da-da-da, whatever. Well worth seeing. What, what's more interesting? What needs to be still done, still experienced? What ideas are still there with such potency that consciousness says, eh, not done with that, let's invest in that again and up arises the personal eye. Figure it out. What is more interesting to consciousness? What has, not, what has it not yet seen through? What does it think is worth believing into manifestation? Okay? One, one of them is, is uh, saving the world. Saving the world. Yeah. Does it need to be saved? Yeah. yeah. yeah it really doesn't need to be saved. Right. It, it really doesn't. But, but if you believe that it does somewhere, you've got to check that out. Yeah. And one way to trick mind around that one is like, can I do more as an identified person or can I do more with consciousness moving through me? <coughs> That's, we can play little tricks on the mind like that. You just give it another belief. <laughs> do you know? Why not? Like. <laughs> It's like I hate myself, I love myself. You can just give it another belief and it calms down, you know? So it might be worth seeing, like, when the mind wants to save the world, it actually will be more potent once the truth is seen. There's no doubt about it, it's more potent. But mind will use, I need to be there to, because I have to see duality and I need to see what needs to happen. And all, if you can see that mind, you're actually presenting that case in order to stay alive, in order just to have a purpose. You dig deeper than what Save the World is about. Dig deeper. Sense of value, give you sense of worth. Dig deeper into Save the World. There is a restlessness that, um, that you, I accomplish something and there's no peace in it. Yes. And so you, Yes. Have you seen that they will never be? Yeah. Even if you're saving the galaxy. <laughs> you know how big you want it to get. Yeah. There will be no peace in that either. Can you see what it's trying to show you? Yes. Yeah. You ain't going to get peace that way. Right. It's not where it is. So that pattern will continue until you can see that there is no peace in accomplishing that task. There's a momentary buzz of, ah, a pause between activities, and there's a like, sense of accomplishment. But no, there's no peace in it, not the peace you're looking for. Yeah. No. So, you know, realizing that kind of takes a little bit of work sometimes. Because if we're running something and we're believing, no, no, this will do it, that will do it, that will do it. If you're running that loop, it's like you have to tell the mind, you know what? This is a loop you're running. 
This is a loop. You're trying to keep yourself alive. That's all that's happening here. There is no peace. We know there is no pain. Mind, we know there is no peace in doing this. I'll save the whole world, save the planet, turn around the global warming, do the whole lot, no problem. I would still not feel peace. Now, do I know that in my gut or am I actually still believing that I will? Yeah, yeah, there's a clinging to that one, isn't there? Yeah. But see if it has ingredients that you can pull out, you know? Okay, there's no peace in it, but like, would there be peace in... The idea that your life would have had a good value, or, I mean, is it hidden? Is it, you know, is it in the undertones of the saving of the world? The ingredients of, of that. What are the ingredients of the, of the idea to save the world? To be somebody through it. To be? To be somebody. To be somebody. Good, yeah, yeah. Do you think you could be good enough as you are? Really sunk in it, there is no desire. And being out of it, that's when try to compensate through trying to be something, somebody. There's a whole grid then of value system about being somebody, about being somebody good. There's a whole, up, up comes this paradigm of my reason for being on the planet. For, and you're buying it. The invitation is to see that it's just a trick. It's more noble than somebody who just wants to have sex all the time. It's no difference. It's, there's no difference at all. It's just desire. But you know, the more noble the desire, the more sticky the friggin' mm. thing is. The politically correct ones, they really stink. Mm. Really, they really stick. Stink. And stick. Stop. <laughs> it's just another idea. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sort of confused about Yeah, the presence thing is, is very much the non-dual zone. There is a sense of presence. It's the I am. It's the being part. There's a sense of presence, of existing. Something is present. Mm, the invitation is to go much deeper than that. Not to attach to the sense of presence. It too dissolves. So it dissolves into the sense yeah, into where there's n n nothing present or not present. You see, we've got to go beyond everything that has an opposite. So, so presence, it's a particular zone, it's a particular experience. 
pure presence, you know, that you can tap into presence. It's lovely, of course, but sure it doesn't stay. And, you know, and you're in presence, there's a sense of presence, or there isn't a sense of presence, you're off in your head someplace. It's the jewel, the non-jewel. You see, the non-jewel is the opposite of the jewel. So the Jack story is about leave both, see both as, as, as just two things accompanying each other, making each other possible, jewel and non-jewel. Go prior to both or else the non-jewel will always be threatened by the jewel. And I mean, it's not really complete. Non-duality isn't deep enough, you know? So, so all these stages are perfectly valid. They're all actually fine. It's just kind of getting a handle on, well, what actually, what layer of perception is going on here? Is there something other than that which absorbs all, that the nothingness or the totality or whatever, as deep as you can go yourself? What, 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 what pulls me out? What are the layers? So the more ways we can explore what pulls us out, <coughs> mm, it demystifies it a bit. So sometimes in presence, though, there's really no sense of I. Okay. Right? So okay. Pulling. No, there's no sense of I. No. But there's a sense of being? Or is there a sense of being? I'm not sure. That's what I'm confused. Okay. All right. That's worth investigating then. Yeah. What is that experience of presence? It is, but try. Because it gives us a greater understanding, you know? As you've been talking, um, something's coming up inside it. I get dizzy and nauseous and really feel sick. Great! <laughs> I'm not sure you say that. And my, my sense is there's, um, it feels almost like when I've had a, oh, I can feel it now, big time. Uh, when I just have no bearings anymore, I, and I, it's not even seasick, it's like, uh, there's nothing to hold on to. Yes, there's nothing to hold on to. Ah, so fear comes up. Fear. So that was what, oh yes, then I can grab onto that. Yes, that's what I was thinking earlier. Okay. That Desire is one thing, but fear is another that comes to pull you out, I think. And I'm experiencing that. Okay. Way, but I'm sort of staying in my body with it. And, uh... Yes. It's just... Yeah. That's what's in 
It's grand. Yes. Are you afraid of fear? Or can fear just do its thing? I think maybe it can do its thing. Yes. Great. That's it. When we fear fear, okay, now we're stuck to it. There's an identity of stuck to it. But fear can happen. It's a legitimate emotion. You can let it do its thing. But it seems to be uh, uh, inspiring these body. Yes. Body responses. Yes. Which are, uh, Breathe into it and let it go anyway. Yeah, no expectation of anything. It's like, yeah, there's fear and there's... You know, the physical response that fear is cranking up, and that can be there, that's fine. It's interesting how, how convincing that, that becomes when it becomes such a physical sensation. Uh, that's the thing that can really pull me right out. Mm. <laughs> because mm. it's very, yeah, convincing. Your attention goes onto the body, and, and then, the and then body. you're the body. And then, and this, this is very familiar to me because it feels like something I've used from way back as a little kid. It's, it's ringing some kind of bell. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pattern that got put in there very early. Yeah. All right. Time to bless it and say bye bye. Yeah, let it dissolve. Go to the source of it and let it dissolve, you know? Let it break up. And the source is exactly what we were talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, good for you. No more questions? Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Test. What you were saying a minute ago to the gentleman behind me um, about finding the noble, the noble concepts yeah. and desires that really stick, uh, that really rung for me. Uh, I've got some noble ones, I feel that, and it's just around, just, just values, the value system that, that I hold around Want, I mean, just okay, just wanting to love somebody for who they are. And the mind presents to me contrast. Uh, how do I say this? Like, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I can't believe this is recorded. Um, <laughs> it's all right, there's no mic. It'll probably be mm, I'm whisper. inaudible. Yes. <laughs> Expose it! What are you doing protecting it? Uh, Go for it. Okay, so <laughs> this, here's the situation that's just, this is case in point for the, probably the number one thing that yanks me out more than anything. And it's, I'm at, I'm with my girlfriend and her sister just happens to be, you know, pretty hot. And 
I want to love my girlfriend for who she is and be totally attracted to her. Yeah. And yet her sister's really hot. <laughs> yeah. And it totally fucks with me. Yeah. And I mean, the, the war that starts in there, but it doesn't have to be her sister. Just so this weekend, it just happened to be that and happened to be around them a lot, which is distracting. And that, that really messes with me. Yes. And, and, and I get to this place where I'm just like, I'm like, fine, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just give in. I'm just going to leave and just, I don't know, I'll go live in an ashram or whatever to get away. Yeah. But that's just running from yeah. the thought. That's right. But it's, it's this monster in here that just like screams at me. And I'm not sure the noble, because like the noble concept is I want to love somebody for who they are. Yes. And so I'm trying to do that. And yet... This love thing is just evasive. It's like, what the fuck is that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Love is almost like it's, I don't know, I, I'm not really quite sure I know exactly what that is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I love my cat outside of that, but I'm not even sure that's love because it does what I tell it to. It doesn't <laughs> cause me any inconvenience. So I'm not really sure I know what that is. And I, so I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck with knowing what the noble concept, the right thing is to do. Yes. I'm stuck with wanting to, to do the right thing, wanting to grow. Maybe the growth is in something. I don't even know. Like maybe the growth. I, I, I go on, go on. Maybe the growth. Mm. You started it twice. <laughs> Come on. Maybe the growth is in mm. saying fuck the concept. Yes. You know, fuck. What would that look like? Well, it would probably result in some destructive self-behavior. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not sure I want to go through that. You know? It's a full moon. It's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a full moon, is that? It really is. 10.20 tonight. At 10.20? Oh, wow. Beautiful. I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> yes, perfect. Have you ever really broken the rules? Like, really been a jerk, like, consciously. <laughs> Not to a female, no. Ah. <laughs> Have you a lot of values around that? Probably do, yeah. Probably a lot of they might fall away on their own, or you might have to go after them and actually be a jerk. Uh, yeah. But they have to be broken either way. I don't understand. That may be really clear. I mean, your statement was seem pretty clear, but I'm not sure I'm getting it. Okay. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? So when we've got rules that are held as kind of sacred. Yes, very, very sacred. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they've got to come off their pedestal. They have to come off their pedestal as being sacred. Come out of their area of sanctity so you might be able to actually just pull it apart and just say oh gosh these are just ideas and they've no potency at all or you might actually have to do the opposite so that you're betraying what is sacred and that makes it crash because if your identity if who you believe yourself to be is this good guy who doesn't treat women badly. If your identity is locked in there and it's forcing you to behave in a specific way, mm. 
So it goes back to identity. Yes, it goes back to identity. It does. Because you know yourself as a guy who doesn't, you know, hurt women. So you've got a noble, you've got a good guy thing going on. So the good guy thing is how you know yourself, one part of how you know yourself. But something is pushing against that because you've got thoughts of like trying to break it, trying to break it. It feels more like I know I'm not the good guy, but I'm trying to be. Yes. Yes. So either give up trying to be the good guy or really just be who you know you are. I know I'm not the good guy. Where can that be like an authentic lived experience? Or are you just trying to be somebody that you think is better than who you actually really are? I have no idea what I actually really am. Uh -huh. So what you've done instead then is you have an idea of what would be better without investigating who you are, and you're trying to live up to what you imagine is better without really knowing what you are. Is that what you're saying? Okay, I'm lost you again, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, the mind is such fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to keep up, I promise. Hide my We're hiding anywhere. Okay. <clears throat> I know I'm not the good guy. Right. But I'm trying to be the good guy. Okay. But then you're saying, actually, I don't know who I really am. Right, I don't know who I really am. I just know that I'm trying to be the good guy. You're just trying to be the good guy. So you've already rejected who you really are without even acknowledging him or allowing him to have an authentic exposure. You've already rejected him. That's the problem. So he's just not good enough. So this other facade, these other values that we have to take on and try and live by, and you're choking yourself trying to live by them because your mind is completely pulling you in another direction. So something, it's not working. Of course it's not working because this facade of who you think is a better person than who you are, it's not authentic. It's not authentic. Okay. Yes, so the authentic one, have you the courage to accept the authentic Thurston. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Wow. Um, I mean, I want to say yes, but the, the the real fear in there is I don't know what's there, and he might not be what I approve of. Exactly. Of course, he won't be, because you're disapproving him. You're disapproving of him all the time by having this false persona that you're trying to live up to. You're disapproving of him, so of course you're not going to approve of him. But it's the noble value system that's doing the disapproval. That's, that's the facade talking. So that is going to try, try and stay in place by saying, uh, 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 I'm not going to like what I see, so I'm not going to give him the space to expose his natural authentic self because we're doing a good job and we're going to stay here and it keeps the falseness of the eye going. Like pure consciousness has already made a Thurston fella, right? And then mind just says, we're going to improve on that. Not really sure what that is, but we're going to do a better job and we're going to 
be this guy. And of course, it's not working. This guy is fine. This guy has been put there by pure consciousness. But your mind reckons it can improve on pure consciousness, which is BS, because the mind is all it's trying to do is stay alive and give it itself an identity. So it's created this false identity based on noble, good guy, image stuff. Okay. So you're going to have to take a chance. What kind of chance? That the authentic, self-honest Thurston let him out of the closet, you know, to borrow that phrase from another yeah. usage that we have in society for it. But let him out. Let him out. Okay. And so, the consequences are going to have to take care of themselves. So how does one let the authentic one out of the closet? Yes. And still be a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to qualify. When you're saying you're going for nothing, you're not, you're not having the false value system and you're not having the mind I'm, in the argument about that. Is that it? Yeah, I'm trying to just get rid of both of them. All right. And so that means just, just whatever's natural is what's expressed? No. Um, so what have you put in place? Because I don't know what's not... The only thing that... Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I have two modes of expression. One of them is just an overpouring of love, which feels pretty nice, feels pretty good, and that's when my mind gets quiet. That's pretty, pretty seldom. And then the other one is just very not pleasant thoughts. Yeah. And when the not pleasant thoughts are up, are you trying to be the good guy? What's the trigger for the not pleasant thoughts? Or are they there all the time when there's no love? Trigger for the not pleasant thoughts. There's a lot of them. Um, in this particular instance, it could be anything from all of a sudden I'm. There are times when I look at my girlfriend and I see beauty. Yeah. And there are times when I look at my girlfriend and I, that isn't there. They're like two different people. Yes. Yet I'm looking through the same eyes. Yes. And when I sense that, yes. this just, I resist it and I fight it and I'm like, that can't be. And there's, it's very disturbing. So which one is a projection and which one is real? I don't know. Ah. 
it seems to me like, oh, well, the love must be real, but that could very well be it. You know, I mean, that's what I, that's what I want. Yeah. Right? That's a desire. Yeah. So yeah. I desire that. And yet, so that's part of my noble concept. Yes. You know, and that's yes. this. So I have these really wonderful good desires, and then I desire to not feel these other ways. And so I'm not really sure which one is, it's hard for me to tease out. And so when I'm trying, you know, when I say I'm trying to sit with the nothing, I, I try to just go into nothing and let what rise up, rise up. But the two, the, the two scenarios I have, I have mostly this unpleasant yeah. experience, and then seldom I have this pleasant experience. Yeah. And I have, I, you know, will tend to have a pleasant experience when it's, when I'm not around a lot of other distractions, so to speak. Yeah. I'd hazard a guess that neither of them are the authentic Thurston. I would have to, I mean, that's kind of what I, what I think, is that neither one of them are probably yeah. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where to go with that. Yes. My other thought is, well, you know, I'm just going to quit my job and go live in the woods or in an ashram and yeah. totally disconnect from society. And then I think, well, that's just a desire. I'm just running from yes. this suffering that I experience yes. because of this, you know, all these things that are unpleasant that have come up in my experience. And that's just another way for me to try to control my experience by changing my, yeah. it, it's just another. Yes, but it also would it. allow you the freedom to, to break free of those two modes of being. Yeah. And it would allow an empty space with no prerequisites, no, nobody needs to love me here, accept me here, nobody, I, I, nothing. I'm not kind of setting up any scenario for myself so I don't have to be a certain way. So let, let's see what just come forward. It will offer you that. It would, but I can guarantee the moment I set foot there, I'd be looking around for something. It's, <laughs> it's, it does, it, follow, it follows me everywhere. I mean... It follows me everywhere. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm safe <laughs> necessarily yeah, that's right. anywhere. It's, it's all it's yeah. Like if I went to an ashram, I'd be looking around. I'd see some girl that and she's hot. I wonder when she gets out of her ashram, you know. And, yeah. And that's over, right? Sure. And I'd be like envisioning something, and then I'd see some other girl and like oh, about that. I'd fall in love four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times a day. Sure. Know? Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's torture. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's just ch -ch 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 looping, going nowhere. It's in your head, living in your head. <clears throat> yeah. mm. Sure. And I know it's stupid. I can see that it's. I know. I can see it all take place. Yeah. And I can. I can watch it. And, yeah. And all the watching in the world hasn't really. I'm starting to make a little bit of progress recently. It feels like there are cracks are taking place. Yeah. But. Hasn't really. Yeah, you had a sentence in there. I'm not safe. Yeah, I heard that come out. I thought that's interesting. That is interesting. It's one to explore. 
might be good to write about that, another homework exercise of like exploring that I am not safe belief. Because it does look like you're, you've, you've got a, you know, a, a learned way of interacting with the world that's torturing you, really. And you've, you know, you've never really, for some reason, perhaps because you haven't felt safe, that's the one we've got right now, but never really had a chance for the authentic guy to actually be exposed to, to yourself, not to mind the world. So he's either good cop or bad cop, you know, he's the loving guy or he's the destructive guy. That really has been the, the theme of my life is either, I'm either a straight arrow or completely sideways. Yeah. 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 There might be something else that's more authentic, that's looser, that feels freer. That you don't have to edit or monitor at all. You know, the thing that pure consciousness is doing before the ideas come on and put a face on it, you know? Mm. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay, do you feel you've done a good bit of work on it? Yes. Okay, all right. If you've done a good bit of work on it, there's, there's a particular perspective that, that allows it to, to come up but not need as much work on. Right, if, if, we've, if we've done a load of work on something but the pattern is still there, it might actually always stay there. But the thing is, let the experience be impersonal. Very often when we're working on something, you know, we've been doing kind of a therapeutic approach and we're working on something. And it's like, we've, we, we, when we started off doing it, there was me and it was my issue. And then we kind of come into this work and we're like, oh, actually, this isn't me at all. But when this comes up, I think it's me. All right. It's like, we don't know how that same wiring that might just need to be there, that same reaction might need to be there. But... We imagine that the personal, we automatically turn on the personal perspective because that's how we've always viewed it and gotten it this far, right? 
So the impersonal perspective, where something passes through, but it's not about me. Okay. See if see if that if you've access to that. Perfect. Okay, so if that's authentically works for you, and it's like, no, there's, there's that thing that used to be a personal charge, but now it's just a whoosh. That's part of that old attachment story coming up. And oh, I'm not, there's no stickiness. It just comes up and it dissolves. There we go. That's what you're aiming for. That might always happen, you know? We've chakra ties with kids, all kinds of, there's all kinds of stuff that happens around children, especially for moms, because the physiological connection. And it's like, you know, that can always be there. It can always be there. Just shift into the impersonal. But you can't do it as a, you know, as a shortcut to not do the work. You know yourself. It's only coming at a certain point. So it's like, oh yeah, that just comes up. It's part of the mom role. It's part of the mom role. And it's just smooth. And it's like, there's no personal eye attached to it. But you'd have to be really honest with yourself just to double check. Yeah, but try it out because I've seen so many moms. No, 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 that's, that's, and it's like, hold on, that is just habit where you were dealing with that. But let it be there and you'll find, you'll find actually you're just being hard on yourself. And that's why you make it personal. I found that with more moms than anything else is that the habit of being responsible for your kids is so friggin' strong that the idea of being responsible pushes it from the impersonal into the personal. That's actually what keeps pushing it in from the impersonal into the personal. Right? So just see if there's a sense of responsibility remaining. Right? Okay, we have something. All right. So the sense of responsibility, that's always the last one. And it's like, if you can drop the sense of responsibility for this, then if the reaction is there, then it'll be there for the, it'll be impersonally there. It won't be about you, it'll be a physiological chakra thing doing its thing. But if responsibility is there, you won't be able to do that. You won't be able to sustain it. You'll know it's inauthentic. It's like, I'm in the impersonal, but no, this is sticky. I'm, I'm kidding myself. It's like, you'll have responsibility tied in there. You'll be feeling you're responsible for your, where, where it's inappropriate to be responsible, actually. It's, you can drop that part. Uh, sure, welcome. Welcome. All right, how are we doing? People tired? No. I think, 
know, but it, but it keeps keeps recurring in my my mind. Okay. Um, I like playing poker. Yes. I prefer to play poker in a casino rather than and with I played with I played with guys, you know, in homes and stuff uh -huh. like that. But it always it always becomes kind of personal, you know. It's kind of like people I know. It bothers me if I beat them, and it bothers me if I lose to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but when I go to a casino, it's anonymous. I don't know the guys, you know. I mean, people come and go. I can, I can, and I, I love playing poker. Yeah. And I, I can, I have tremendous somehow stamina for that. I don't know, yeah. what, I guess it's the adrenaline flow or something, you know? Uh, but it's also because I'm, nothing else is going on in my mind. You know? yeah. It's like I'm totally focused on, you know, sizing up to people and, you know, see if I can tell when they're, you know, there are these things called tells in poker, you know, like in other words, you can tell if a guy is bluffing or not by watching his body language and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So anyway, I like the whole drama, you know? Uh -huh. But when I'm, when I'm removed from it, I don't go often. I used to go a lot, but I don't go, I mean, I, I don't think I've been in a couple of years now. Uh -huh. But that's partly why it keeps recurring, because I'm, I keep feeling like drawn to going again. All right. And what keeps me from going again is what was, I talked about a little earlier, about the sense of responsibility. You know? Not so much responsibility, it's kind of like that. It's more like, uh, I don't want to do anybody any harm. Huh. Put it that way. Uh -huh. And, and you can do harm by winning or you can do harm by losing? Well, you see, if I, if these days, uh, it doesn't bother me that much if I lose, you know what I'm saying? Used to. So is it I easier to, to lose than, than to win? You do what? more harm by winning, is it? Well, well yeah, yeah. So, so, well, so you make an assumption that other people hate losing? Or you well, say, is it your self-image? You can kind of see, you're playing with nine guys, you know what I mean, nine of us. And you can kind of see some people being troubled by losing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I find that... Uh, you think they shouldn't have that experience? Hmm. Well, they can, they can have it, but it shouldn't be caused by me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, so, so it kind of... So when, I, so when I'm doing it, it's, you know, it's not, I, I can handle it, you know what I mean, when I'm there, you know, it's kind of okay, but then when I'm away from it, it's kind of like a, kind of like a, a reservation about going back because I don't want to, I don't want to be, I guess I don't want to be responsible for somebody else's thing. But then I think to myself, well, geez, you know, we're all, and the other part of it is this, deceiving other people. I mean, the, the, whole, the whole idea is to deceive other people. Of course. But everybody's trying to do it to everybody else, and yes. that's understood. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that it's okay to deceive other people. Because that's the they, game. They know it's about deception. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then, amazingly enough, there's sometimes you sit beside people, and they're really having a good time, win or lose. Yeah. And there's a kind of a high that develops because you're enjoying each other. You right. Know? Even though you're trying to deceive one another, and you're, you know, win or lose, there's a kind of enjoyment of, sometimes the, the whole table is just like a blissful place. Okay. Because everybody's like, hi, you know, and everybody's enjoying playing win or lose. Okay. So when it gets to there, wow, you know, it's, right. I mean, it, it's a rocket, you know, <laughs> right. I, I could stay there for hours, you know. Okay. And then it changes. 
Some people, you know, the, the composition changes. I stay, but a lot of most of the people leave, and other people come in. Yes. Composition changes, and the whole mood changes. You know. Yes, of course. And then you you kind of like, oh my, you know, now these people are swearing and they're angry with each other and all yes. that. Yes. And, and then so, but for me, it's a learning experience because how am I? You know, it's kind of like I'm paying attention to what's going on inside of me. You know, and I don't know. It feels like a learning experience. Whatever's going on. Yeah. yeah. But it, most of all, it's focus. It's like nothing else is going on in my mind, you know? Yeah. It's like when I used to go fishing with my dad, there'd be a little float in the water, you know, and you're waiting for it to go down, and you're waiting for hours, and all you're thinking about is that little float waiting for the fish to bite, you know what I mean? Yes. It's kind of like that, you know? It's kind of like total concentration, total absorption, you know? Yeah. With some sense of, you know, some sense of... Well, it's not total absorption because I, these days I'm able to pay attention to even my body, you know, while I'm all caught up in all that stuff, you know. I kind of get back into my body often, you know, just to kind of get grounded and start yes. over again, you know. Yes. Anyway, yeah. I want to go to the casino. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and, and I've been, yeah. you know, and uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have a question. Is it... Okay. Yeah. Is it, is it that you're watching out to see... Uh, the guys you know, right? We're looking at a scenario of the guys you know, because this no, is where no, it's no, mo most fun. No, no, I know, yeah, but just just with guys you know, because this is where your reaction is more potent. Are you talking about, like, in his home? Yeah, at home. Okay, yeah. Okay? So, is it, is it that you, you, you imagine how they're feeling, <coughs> or is it that you're picking up their discomfort energetically? The latter. Ha. Huh. Oh yeah, I mean, you can tell, yeah. Okay. What they say and so on. Okay. And so, if you're picking up energetically what they're feeling, does it make you feel the same way? Does it make me feel like they are feeling? Yeah, like like how clear are you around? Okay, so so the guy you know to the left of you is 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 losing and he's feeling and he's, he's, awful. He's he's bummed out about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I don't feel bummed out about it. No. Okay. I don't feel bummed out. No, but do you do you have you a way of detecting how he feels? Are you energetically picking up how yeah, he feels? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. What's not okay about about that experience? What's not okay about that experience? Yeah, it's his experience, and you yeah. have an ability to tap into it to see what it feels like. What's not okay about that happening? Okay, well, there's two things. I when I, I used to play some heavy duty games, and when I played in those games, there were people that would come and they would be, you know, I knew that they were hurting, you know, and they would. If they were moved, it would really affect their lives. Okay. okay. The games I play in these days in yeah. people's homes, they're all better off than I am financially. Yeah. And, and, you know, the stakes aren't all that high in, yeah. in, in people's homes. And even, even. So the first thing is, it bothers, I had to stop doing that because it bothered me to have people, you know, affecting their mortgages and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I had to stop doing that. But now yeah. I'm playing with people who don't, 
who feel bad about losing even though they've got more money than me and, and yes. what they're losing is really not a big deal. Yes. Yes. So I say to myself, well, that's just the ego, you know, I don't have to worry cater to that, you know, it's not my fault that they're feeling like that. But nevertheless, I still am uncomfortable, you know, if I'm happy to be the... But, but I'm, I'm wondering why is it not okay for, why is some experience okay and another experience is not okay? Like the experience of feeling bummed out or the experience of, of winning something competitive. Why is one okay and one is not okay? One is pleasant and one is not pleasant, but they're both just experiences. They're both valid. They both have to exist. That's what a competition is about. They both have to be there. They both have to, yes, I get that, yeah. So some part of your mind is saying, this one is in the good box and this one, no, no, no. I, I don't like that this, this feeling is happening to this guy. Yeah. Consciousness is doing both. Consciousness is fine with it, with everything in its opposite. But you're deciding that, no, I don't like that he's having that feeling. Just see how nutty that is. It's your own desire that so-and-so shouldn't feel bummed out. So if you don't have that desire, sure, everybody has their own experience. Why would you be bothered about what they're experiencing? It's their experience. It's valid. I don't have a. I don't think I have a problem with people being bummed out. But when I'm when I'm causing somebody to be bummed out, it bothers me. You're causing them. Do you think you're that powerful? <laughs> you think you're personally doing it? The mind That's is claiming so doership now, you see? Say what? The mind is claiming doership. The mind is saying, I'm, I'm the one who's doing this, so I am the cause, and that's the effect. So the mind is claiming doership. And of course it hurts, because the doership is the problem, the ownership. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying oh yeah, yeah, that, you know, that, that I'm winning the game, but it's really not me. No, no. There actually is no personal eye unless your mind is running that story. There really isn't. You don't have, you, the individual Henry, doesn't have the power to make anything happen. But your mind will tell you that you're hugely powerful. Something else is doing all of it. But your mind is, has this story about what you're doing. You have to see that the one who thinks he's responsible for it is actually your imagination, a product of your imagination. I think why I brought this up is because as we're speaking, I can see that it spills over into other aspects of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah. It's just so an what example. What you're saying is kind of like, yeah. 
Okay, well, let's have to chew on for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave you the high jump. I mean, we can <laughs> fix it, but no, I'm not interested, actually. It's not, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not interested in fixing it for you. It's like, no, yeah. like, the doer is the problem here. You're yeah. running an idea that you are personally responsible. It's like BS. Yeah. That's BS. The doer is a thought. You were running that circuit yourself. Well, I wasn't there. Well, I guess the guy may be losing anyway. <laughs> of course, whatever experience is going to happen, is going to happen. Consciousness puts you there at the table anyway. But you think you put yourself there. Consciousness did it, but you're claiming ownership. And the you know, reason I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really get that. But I, 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 mean, I understand what you're saying, but I have to digest that and yeah, yeah. look at that. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. It's point. It's yeah, point. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. No harm to give you a high jump. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, it's like it's the doer isn't you. The doer isn't you. Yeah. But that's what mind does. It imagines it is. Talk about that a little more. The like consciousness put you there. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So consciousness or awareness, right? We're kind of jumping in and out of the same same thing. Okay. That which moves all. It's not like consciousness um, switches on and off. There is actually only consciousness. And then the mind makes up all this garbage. It kind of makes up consciousness too, but, but, but consciousness doesn't need the mind in order to exist. But, but the mind, what it does in order to, um, to, to... The mind is the thing that enables consciousness to forget itself and remember itself. That's all we're doing here. We're, we've had a lot of experience of forgetting ourselves and now we come to satsang in order to remember ourselves. That, that's, that's, what we're, that's it in a nutshell. So, so identify thought, believing your thoughts is, the, is, is what made that possible, that game possible for consciousness to imagine it's something else, for, to forget itself for a while. So, so Consciousness has rigged it all up, even the mind part. Because if consciousness hadn't created the mind part, it wouldn't be doing this thing to forget itself. If there's only consciousness, because it's all one anyway, if there's only consciousness, how could its creation that we call mind make something happen that's outside of consciousness? How could it? But it's like... Mind is like um, yeah. it's like a blanket that you put over yourself, and then this is your world. Your world comes right in. It's like a kid, but a tent. I used to do that when I was a kid. I put a blanket over me and pretend I was camping, you know. And it, it, you know, mind does that and it says, "Now this is your world. This is your world." So you forget the bigger picture. You've lost the wider view, right? But consciousness is every part of that as well. Of course it is. It's just at that moment, the only perspective that it's running is the micro little, my world inside my little blanket. Right? So the fact that consciousness is doing that, when that is seen, 
mind gets to see that even though it imagines it is separate, it's never separate. It's only believing its own idea in separation. That's what makes it feel authentically separate. Do you see? Consciousness is behind every one of those moves. It's doing all of it. Get it and I don't get it. All right, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's great. If there's any bit at all that, like, yeah, somewhere it makes sense, but I couldn't repeat what you said, or I could, that's perfect. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, because the mind is like, what the? <laughs> you know? So, so, like, consciousness brought you here. Now, if you see that consciousness, I often use this image, I just find it useful, and it doesn't work for some, but bear with me. Um, it's it's almost like it's a trajectory, you know? And if we go down into thoughts like we're going forward, and if we're kind of resting back or dropping into the heart, it's the same thing. It's that loosening and softening and kind of sitting back because there's a wider view. Now, now consciousness got your form here, but consciousness is, has created everything, including your thinking mind. Hmm, Jack O'Keefe, maybe I'll finally go to one of her retreats and see if there's anything going on with that woman or not. All right, so mind plays with this, right? Consciousness is going to get you here anyway. So mind plays with this idea, and it imagines that it's making a choice because it likes to think that it has free will. Consciousness has no problem with this because consciousness knows that you're coming here anyway. <laughs> it knows. Right? And so then you have to arrange how to get here, and you have to do And the thinking mind, you know, has, has kind of subsided a bit, so your doubts are kind of gone, and you're like, no, no, I'm going to go. Okay, I've got a gut feeling I'm going to go. So consciousness is pushing through gone through the thinking mind. Now we've got the working mind, the, the practical part of like, I've got to plan this, I've got to take time off work, I've got to arrange this. That. Okay, and, and consciousness is doing that too. It's doing that too. That's just another one of its tools, the working mind, in order to make the body mind go to where it needs it to go. But consciousness is doing all of it. So why did consciousness create a mind that would take over and make you believe that what the mind is thinking is what's going on? It's kind of incredible that it works. Because if it didn't work, we wouldn't be able to talk about this. And we could never have any of these experiences. The, can you imagine the magnificence, magnificence of consciousness to be able to make an authentic, a whole galaxy that's a lie, that imagines it's separate? Can you imagine how fantastic we are, really? How fantastic the truth is. That it really can legitimately believe its own lie. That's, that's the kind of magnificence that is at the core of your being. Do you know? Because if it didn't work, we'd have... There's just resting in the absolute. There's, there's just that. That's when it stops working. The show is over. There's no experiences. Because the thing that was believing the phenomenal world and having all the fun, forgetting and losing, and experiencing and suffering, when it's seen through, it's seen through. And somehow, you know, consciousness wakes up to itself and it saw that it was believing its own me. Because there never was. When you see the truth, you know that there is no personal life. And in those gaps that I'm sure you get, of like, gosh, you know, there, there really is no me. In those gaps, 
you know that that's the real thing. You know? So, so you have that knowing that, that you're beyond all of it. But yet you have this capacity to believe your own creation. It's just wonderful. So, like, nothing is ever lost in the movie. Like, the world doesn't need to be saved. It doesn't. It's just imagining that it's separate. It's imagining it's in trouble. Is, is, is that coming from Liz? It's the fridge? The fridge. Oh. I'm, I'm hearing a high-pitched thing. Yeah. Is that the fridge, too? Yeah, it just came. Okay. Oh, that's all right. Okay. I was wondering what's inside my head. Okay. So even when consciousness forgets itself, that's it being successful in its creation. So it wanted to forget itself to have its experience of illusion. Yeah, and it's never really that it wanted, because it didn't have the desire, because the desire came post, yeah. post-separation, no? So it didn't want it. It's like it just happened. It rolled out. Because it's prior to reason and cause and effect and it's prior to all those things that are part of the dualistic mind. But the way you speak about that makes it sound like why would you want to not be in the dualistic mind? Yeah. Why would you want to not be in the dualistic right, mind? Like we're all sitting here wanting what you have or I think I'm speaking for myself. What I've lost. And I want what, 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 yes, what you've lost. What, I want that and yet the way you're speaking about it, yeah. it's like, oh, why would you want to stay in the illusion? Because yes. that's what consciousness created. Yes. That's the beauty of it. Yes, that is the beauty of it. And the paradox is, it's full of friggin' suffering. Right. That's the paradox. Otherwise, we'd stay in it, for sure. And we go back into it, and we go back into it, and we go back into it. Some part of us loves it. Right. But it's full of suffering. Suffering gets too much, and it's like, I want more, I want more. And some part of you knows there's more. But it's the death of the eye. That's where the more is. So there's nothing actually lost, you know? There's nothing lost. The movie will spin out when it spins out. The magnificence, that's not lessened. Not at all. How could it be? How could it be? The perspective, the mind will see more and more or less, greater, lesser. The, the mind sees those kind of things. But magnificence is magnificence. It doesn't have a quality, quality, quantity uh, factor. It doesn't have those characteristics. Or the mind comes up with those kind of differentiation. You see? Yes, Dee? You know, Jack, truth can be expressed in various ways. What you just said about <clears throat> self forgetting itself and then remembering itself, would you be able to say this without saying about forgetting? I'm having problems processing the self forgetting itself. Okay. I'm not sure if, I'm, if, if this sentence is going to help or not, but uh, let's see. Um, the, 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 the macro perspective that the Jack Stylus satsang is about, 
last year I suppose is like the widest view, the widest view, the widest view. The the mm, the illusion is about the, the view getting narrower and narrower and narrower until it comes into 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 the smallest view, which is the personal I, separation, and I am separate. In that perspective, it looks like it's forgotten. In that perspective, that view doesn't have space for this because it's so intense. Because there's such an, uh, a capacity to experience and to feel and for drama, and it's so intense and so full and so tight. That one way of saying is that that perspective doesn't have space for this one, for the wider view. So I'm calling it forgetting itself. So it's just that that perspective doesn't allow for the wider view. So in a way, that viewpoint, it's as though, you see, what is viewing? What is it that's viewing through the personal eye anyway? That's still consciousness. It's still consciousness. So that consciousness has forgotten what it really is. Only from the perspective of it believing what the mind is talking about. Only from that perspective. Has it really forgotten? Not at all. Not at all. And in the knowing that it never has, has totally forgotten what it is, from there, nothing was ever lost. Nothing is ever gained by getting lost in the drama, by the dissolving of the personal eye. Nothing is lost or nothing is gained because it's always within the totality. So, so, so the totality doesn't forget. You see? It's a story that runs within the separate mind, the separate eye perspective. That's a story that runs there. You said the totality doesn't forget. No. You're using the word totality as consciousness. Okay. Yes, yes, as pure consciousness. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't forget. No. Obviously. Yeah. So what forgets is the... It has a capacity to create a part of itself that imagines that it forgets. <laughs> Not much, thankfully. That's a good thing. You set her up, Dean. Do you think these this kind of answers are given by teachers and sages just to appease the mind? Only because the mind cannot seem to understand this kind. Yes, yes. So this is just kind of a, a way, as best as it can, to say, well, this is how it functions. It's, it's it, 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 it does a few things. I think, uh, yes, a lot of it is about um, the mind getting a bit of understanding so that it can calm down and that there can be a resonance with your, your wider view, with you as consciousness. But, but, yeah, getting mind to, to, to kind of not be the thing that absorbs 100% of your attention, sure. If there has to be an appeasement for that to happen, fine. Certainly part of it. It's part of the mix. 
Yes, How do you speed it up? Yeah, because it's so slow. Different things work for different people. From a mind perspective, exposing yourself to different things and finding out what creates the biggest shift. That's from a mind perspective. I remember doing that and thinking, okay, when I go to see that person, shifts happen. I'm going to go, and when it's like, okay, it's not potent anymore, where am I going to go now? I did that. Whether that's on YouTube or physically going to places, you have to decide. That's one way. That's your mind kind of doing its part in managing it. It's common sense, too. Dropping the desire for it to speed up brings a bit of release. And the third thing is to really find out what is it that makes, makes me put my attention in the all about me. What is so darn interesting that I want to leave that presence beingness? What pulls me back out and says, eh, enough of that, it's boring. Something, it's you're the one who's leaving, who's leaving. Yeah. I am doing this and I'm not. Or I am. So, I so do you want something from... You see, I want to stay there. So the I wants something from truth? How would you know if you were there all the time? I think the experience, I think, I think, I think love. I think love would be present in my heart all the time. I would feel that, that pull. There's a pull. You know, there's something in my heart that pulls me in and says, it, it says nothing. It's just his presence. It's very peaceful, very beautiful. And it, 
you know, if I, if I remember, you know, I'm washing the dishes and I remember it, it's good, you know, I, I'm there, and then I leave, and then I'm there, and then I leave. So do you know that it's there all the time? Like, do you really know, not just intellectually? Do you, is, it, is it there all the time, but your attention leaves it? When I remember, yes. When I don't remember... But, mm, that's not the question. There's always a sense, though, but there's always a sense. There's always an intuition that that, that presence is never gone. It never leaves me. Okay. There's, a, there's an intuition. I don't have that experience all the time. Uh, what's the difference in that case between intuition? Like, so, so the eye is looking for the experience? Is it? You can think about this. Um, yeah. Huh. I mean, probably, but also, I mean, there's a dissolution of I in that that quiet place. So, and it's very freeing. It feels so free. Uh huh. You know. So I, I, I don't know. Uh huh. <laughs> That's why I guess I'm asking the question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. Your question. I should think about that. Yes, because. If it's there all the time, it's absolutely known or intuited, is your word? If it's abs- if intuited that it's just, it's always there, attention goes to it sometimes, it doesn't go to it all the time, but it's always there. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's always there. I'm wondering if you're able to say that. Uh-uh, not the, not the answer, not, that's, not the right that's, answer. No, it's not, it's not, it's not answering what I'm asking. Okay. Because you're saying you forget. That's about the mind leaving it. Right. I'm asking, is there something else that knows it is there all the time? Yes. So it is there all the time? I'm sure of it. I mean, it's a, it, maybe it's faith, maybe it's, it's unshakable faith, but I do know it's there all the time. I mean, I sense it. I sense something. I sense the presence. You know, I, I certainly feel it right now in this conversation. I mean, sitting here with you, of course. But, um, you know, like today I was driving here and it was a ter- there was a terrible rainstorm. It was so bad. And I was really stressed out. I was really, I was just like, oh my God, am I going to die? I mean, was, I can't see the road. It was like a whiteout. Yeah. I couldn't see trucks around here or anything. It was yeah. really bad. And I, I can't say honestly that I felt the presence, and yet in the back of my mind, in the back, in the backdrop, it was all okay. You know, there's like this. It's like it's like a. It's like I'm living in this kind of of, of in between place. I'm huh. not. I'm not. Told, I mean, I am my ego. I know I am. You know, I am in the eye of God, and yet. I also know, I know, I've had too many, I've had experiences, I've had glimpses, you know, of this being that's been so exquisite that it's like, you know, being kissed by God or something, you know, I don't know how to put it. Um, I mean, it sounds very sentimental, but it isn't. Um, so, just, I don't know if that answers your question, that's, that's the best I can I mean, I can be stressed out and freaked out and upset and angry. And, and who says that being awakened would, would, um, would make you immune from being stressed out? Yeah, I, 
I understand that. I, I don't think that I'm. I don't think that that's too much of an issue for me. I mean, the judgment isn't. It seems to have sort of fallen away. I don't really care if I get angry. Of course, I get angry. Sure. Yeah. But um, I don't sense that freedom in me all the time. I don't feel like I'm living in that state. I get depressed. I get in all these states and. I'm sorry, I can't express it much better. Hmm. I'm looking forward to exploring this further. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really good. Because I'm wondering if there are ideas of how it should be that your mind hasn't really blown apart yet. Mm, that might be a layer that's actually blocking. It's it's subtle stuff that's something. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a subtle. There's a subtle few layers there. It's all right. We'll go after them. Yeah. But have a look at that. Like sometime before we sit again tomorrow morning, if you can, go for a walk in the morning or so. You know, or lunchtime, whatever. But soon. Let's go after that layer. Um, yeah, how should it look? Come on, mind. What, what, what do you believe in terms of how it should look? What, what, and being brutally self-honest. You know, make a list, whatever you need to do. Like, how should this look? What idea have I bought? What transformation is needed at the personality level, at the physical level, at the emotional level, at spiritual level? Like, what, 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 what does it look like? Come on. You know, when I was a child, people would, you know, my parents' friends would come up to me what do you want to be when you grow up, little girl? And you know, little girls would say, I'm married to a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it was, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I looked at them and I said, I want to be happy. Wow. So, well, but maybe that's the block. Uh-huh. I think I should be happy all the time. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Good. Okay, I think we're looking tired. It's that time. Okay, folks. That was an interesting introduction. <laughs> I think we passed introduction, Jack. Pardon? I think we passed introduction. I think we kind of skipped it all right. That's usually like ready to go home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sunday is here. Right to the root. Yeah, it's good fun though, huh?